Hello and welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Raised by Wolves, Season 2, Episode 3, entitled Good Creatures. This episode was written by Julian Mayoyas. I think I got that right. Directed by Sunu Ganera. He is from Zimbabwe. He's also, uh, he's also done, or maybe that was Julian that did work on, one or the other did work on The Flash at some point. I gave this episode a 9 out of 10. I really like everything once again happening with mother and father. They are the heart of this show. They bring so much drama and emotion to the forefront that all of the other human characters feel as if they are and maybe that was on purpose but they are the backseat to their tale and the larger mystery of this planet so that continues to work for me the children not so much (laughs) they're okay i think the best one by far is tempest Vita, who barely has a role, and Campion's not so bad. I think he's definitely mellowed out from the first season we saw Campion because I wanted to choke him up. But it's to be expected because I did actually do a age verification because I was like, I know I'm like shitting all over these children. <laughs> and I know in other shows I have a tendency to be like, why are y'all being, he's a child. So I'm not saying the the frustration shouldn't be there, but it also makes sense for the age that they are. It's not so much, hey, I hate you. It doesn't matter what your age is. You're just a piece of shit versus, oh my God, these kids are annoying because they're so young and they don't get it. <laughs> and they've been through a lot. Holly has become the new hunter. But Hunter still, he's still in second place. So Holly is 15. I thought she was older. So I was thinking she was more on the same age as Tempest and Hunter, who are both 17. So now I have to give her a little, a little more room for the fact that she is rather young. And I have to think that six months have passed. Maybe she was around 14 at the time. But y'all also... And, and we'll get into it when we're talking about the episode. You can, you can use your brains. You can <laughs> visualize, you know, even at a young age, what's right, what's wrong, what feels right, what feels wrong. And there are just some things that Holly says that I, it's just like, why? Why are you saying this? Vita is six. It's like, damn, that little girl, no wonder we don't see her that much. She ain't supposed to be seen that much. And then Paul and Campion are both 12. There were a few things I needed to get clarified for the season thus far that I've been fucking up all over the place, which is Decima's name. I guess it's Decima and not Decima, like I have been saying. I'm just going with, you know, it looks like Decimal. (laughs) That's the first part of her name. Tamerlin is the name of the defector. The humming that I heard in episode one was from Marcus, 
because he has mother's eyes right like am i the only person that's thinking his power because he's way more powerful than he should be and when i saw mother in this episode climbing up those rocks he almost had an identical ability and the only he's been looking like that with the veins in his forehead since he swallowed or was force fed those eyeballs and i think it has something to do with sun and radioactivity because he mentioned at the end of the episode that i can use the shedding of the skin from mother's number seven to feel soul's light but he he has to know that his powers is coming from a particular source and that's where i'm with marcus a lot of the time like i want to i am such a cynic too but i i i want to give him the benefit of a doubt but i just don't because i this this story is gonna play typically towards human uh human flavors which is there can only be one right the idea that hey you could be religious but live somewhere else look what it did to planet earth there's too much bad blood there for us to be like yeah we're going to be in perfect harmony and i think that either marcus believes it and is selling it on people but i don't think he's that stupid more like marcus has to have some wherewithal of the fact that he is pulling people to him because of this new power and now he's using it to his advantage to try to do things the other way like okay i tried the the stick let's try something else right but it still leads to the same conclusion which is going to be an inevitable war so i feel as if these uh these intentions he be spouting you know altruistic intentions are not as altruistic as i would want them to be because ultimately it's being ran or controlled by a megalomaniac radiation is also mentioned a lot is the food the kids eating changing them in any type of way they said this food is safe to eat but they keep mentioning the radiation effect and i don't know where that comes into play that's just a theory i threw out there is the kids gonna start turning but i guess they gotta survive and it was way better than being cannibals so let's jump into the recap if you hear some pinging that is the rain outside it's just very hard against my window pane <laughs> i just rhymed mother comes upon father with his suicide bombers the former metheric thinking it's unnecessary to sacrifice them these poor souls every time people try to act like they have the moralistic upper hand I, I just shake my head i'm like what in this moment they're poor souls because beforehand you were like Aah! and they all exploded so however father believes they should use all available options to protect the children this is what the trust wants him to do that is his assignment i wanted him to say that like this is what the trust told me to do mother feeling guilty thinks mayhap she should be destroyed as well so father tells her stop being melodramatic she is a good person and he and the children need her i think that they both have this love of the children but their relationship still remains in a rocky place due to the fact that she cheated i'm sorry i didn't mean to do it to you it just happened 
didn't mean to trip and fall and land inside of her vagina. I swear it was an accident. What? It's true. He's like, I gave you all my love. You killed me. And I still loved you. And you gave it up to an individual ghost of a real thing. You need the real thing. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Plus, she was so excited about having a human baby. It, uh, it definitely makes him feel some kind of way. But he still is there for her their relationship is too ingrained it's been through too much they've loved they've lost together it's not going to break and fracture and he explains a little bit later exactly what is at the at the crux of that he trusts that she'll handle it but feels the need to do his part despite sacrificing these people that very much aren't good either never forget there are two halves of an extreme whole and while some of the metheric are all you know up in arms about the inhumanity let's not pretend as if they too hadn't done their fair share of scourging the quote-unquote enemy that's why i was kind of with lucius when he was talking to him later like i i ain't happy about this I'm going to speak up and try to change your mind, but I'm also not going to play righteous. Maybe Marcus believes per the creators, he is trying to make a hippie commune of the religion, which is better than the alternatives provided of the metheric culture, but still he gets on my nerves, whatever his fucking reasoning. And now I realize what happened in the last season. I think I was very confused about that scene when tempest rapist which that's a whole we we barely have talked about that that's why i said i think some things are flying under the radar because we're so focused on the points of campion and paul and the marcus situation we're forgetting that soul supposedly talked to the one rapist and told him to impregnate or try to impregnate some of these women when they got to the planet why would we he be hearing that signal i don't think we've gotten any direction on why that was meant to be why would they wish to and then there's a bit of om, omnipotent is that the words uh, right right word i'm trying to use in regards to the signal because i was just thinking about that from the first episode and then last season how the fuck would he know that they had killed his parents paul paul's parents like i'm guessing maybe the way in which lamia was able to recognize that these people were not the right people but she had to touch him be close to him she just didn't know that like she realized there were scars on his face and this face that you're wearing is not your face how in the world would a signal be aware of that type of development so there's still those tiny questions that are being ignored but i feel at some point is going to come back into the story marcus asked father if his children or lucius asked father if his children know what he's doing as they would be ashamed but he counters rather they hate me than be eaten and that's kind of (laughs) a fair point but also didn't the children run from these same very metheric people because of the fact that they were doing things particularly to campion for being an atheist that they were not fond of 
so persecution did go both ways stop acting like it's the atheist holly that are doing it <laughs> that's the part where i just i'm not with her and her constant bitching i get you're in an atheist camp but stop pretending as if you didn't walk away from a situation that was going in the same very trajectory and you said this is wrong i can't do this i was 15 at one point you you're not dumb you're not oblivious you can put one and two together if anything i'd be like yeah can we find somewhere else where we can just be a family that seems to be the ultimate (laughs) goal here and yet the the fact that you have those in the group that are so easily well ready to join marcus again as if he didn't reveal himself not only to be a liar uh deceptive but also turn into an absolute psychopath the group however the metherics and father come across marcus who is tracking the serpent because they think they're gonna use this thing as a sword this is why i can't deal with it i can't i cannot (laughs) uh he really got out and if it wasn't for the fact that lucian shoved those eyes down his throat he wouldn't even be alive but he got out like hey my friends like what like no i'm I'm not mad i forgive you don't you see this light it's a emanating that's the wrong word emanating from me he showcased his newfound abilities as he was able to overpower father and completely shut his ass down you underestimate my power i will say i was upset when this happened because i'm tired of father getting his ass whooped so i was pleasantly surprised to see in part b of this episode that he was allowed to get some of his pride back because i'm i'm they gotta stop playing this man who is an android all the time (laughs) i mean they be taking him out quick (laughs) with very little effort like a shot to the back of the dome and he's down he's he's always down he could never come out on top like stop playing him like this marcus did say something like pops was cool despite him being an android you know i don't like him but i like you so just stand down also clearly the trust was trying to kill you as the shepherd because the blast radius if you set it off will not only kill your flock but it will kill them and he's like i can't believe you're willing to do this and he's like you don't get it i put everything above my family and you know that whatever you may feel against me i will protect those children but also him saying he liked pops again i have a very pristine memory like bitch you used me as a servant without autonomy then you tried to get me to kill my own wife that you became sexually obsessed with get the fuck out my face with that shit i have a theory because i can't wait until the end to say all of my theories because <laughs> i had a few pop up this episode but what if for some reason marcus's group and lamia and father have to team up against the supercomputer because i'm oh i know the supercomputer is going to be because it has no humanity and despite the fact that humanity is a shit place and a shit thing it's still ours <laughs> and we have the right to work out our own problems without something that is not human coming in and deciding for us even if 
ultimately it would be for the greater of humanity i think that was a huge debate in season three of westworld of that computer and i even i was conflicted myself because there is part of you that's like yeah could someone just cut out all the people that are doing it for their own personal gain like you know that this computer is not thinking that way it may be ruthless relentless heartless all those other words with a list at the end but it probably does have canonically a a plan to put in place that would probably be humanity's best effort however humanity doesn't want to hear that and i don't blame it but at the same time i can see the appeal of wanting that to be successful after watching what humanity did to mother earth because apparently it's dead i don't know i did watch an interview though and he said we might be going back to earth season three or not going back at least getting flashbacks because something tells me that earth ain't if there are people there surviving it's not a good life marcus offers his friends quote unquote a chance to join his family which all agree except lucius who sees through all the bullshit spits in his face because i don't want this new cult of personality because that's ultimately what it is at this point you could say you're joining our family but manson said he had a family it was a cult of a personality the fact that he's calling it a family we know we need more than just you meeting me to be a family people ultimately act selfishly martyrs like lucius and paul are true believers where if he hadn't quote-unquote heard marcus so he would have never found quote-unquote god and thus it's his own delusion fueled by those godlike powers that he has that is inspiring him for this religious revival well what's wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that i just don't want to be a part of it (laughs) i don't support it and ultimately in my humble opinion it's only going to turn because it's not being upheld by someone emotionally in a healthy position (laughs) to see this out I wonder if he would feel how he would feel if someone else stepped into that role. That's the thing. If you're so that's that's I guess ultimately where I'm gonna have to eventually question about Marcus's ultimately ultimate ego is if he would be able to step aside if Paul say was to be announced as the savior. Can he bow down and get behind it? If he can, then I can officially say you know what he's changed he figured i ain't gonna forgive it but at least i can say his ego's not involved we didn't see lucius the entirety of the rest of the episode and i was disappointed because i think sue needs a friend (laughs) and since she's not going to talk to the only other pregnant person so that we could get some more information on that the human interactions continue to be lacking i love them with the androids but can we have them interact with each other that i don't dislike immensely which is when tempest and hunter speak or holly speaks it's at the room versus with or within the conversation they all sit down they have breakfast together they seem to be a family but i just don't see what is the glue other than the fact oh also i know it's been six months 
since uh since the first season and when mother and father were found so there is a time frame and also found out that there's eight episodes i haven't listened to the official podcast yet but i've been listening to p peppers and uh he gave me all the information i was missing <laughs> campion and paul help varel back to the temple or church as they call it paul is immediately attracted to the symbol on the wall while campion helps retrieve what Viral needs to fix her wound she remarks she won't be faster than a human now and that her mother broke her neck once but that story is restricted say what all this told me was that decima is not as uh as she pretends to be i don't know how the girl's neck snapped maybe she just died but then those follow-up conversations with the fact that the real varel was a sad person something that decima programmed into her that taxes her systems in unpredictable ways i bet i know how those unpredictable ways are gonna be (laughs) she gonna kill that woman (laughs) and I, i would be here for it i'm just saying if she killed her real daughter and then she made a robot to replace that's just nah maybe it really was an accident maybe she snapped her neck because but it felt way too insidious maybe she committed suicide maybe that's it but there seems to be some guilt around that and i'm gonna just for now uh it seems as if she snapped her neck i don't know about decima she's a person that's introduced in there now she's just in a relationship with marcus like when the fuck did that happen and also when do you bathe because i know y'all all smell of just stinking bunk campion wonders if she is tired of playing a person who existed instead of herself because father the element of all wisdom said if you pretend to be something long enough eventually you'll no longer need to pretend we all know who i'm eyeballing with that Varil would have liked campion and he wonders if she does as well or if she's or if she's mimicking her program of the real Varil. and i was like boy you asked too many questions and she said the same thing i don't like paradoxes cleaver and his men had set a trap that lamia while tracking her child sets off she tells him the trap would have made it angry and more dangerous so let me do as i will i know where it is i said i'm gonna kill it i don't know why you men (laughs) think that you are gonna be more successful than i cleaver laughs at her but the train he's like i'm gonna see what the trust says about this and the trust like go with her (laughs) so salty like they all and i get it it's a lot of trauma i don't want to fucking deal with necromancers if that's what i've been running from my entire life i totally get that from the atheist point of view the metherics unleashed hell but y'all asses were using your children as fucking uh bombs so i'm not i'm not about to sit here and cater to your offended senses the disdain she shows towards him when he has to ask permission from his god and that's the thing right the these atheists well that's 
kind of a split right because you have cleaver and i'm sure the people who are with cleaver that are like yeah this is my god now i worship the trust even though it's ai it is in a sense in a sense a god in the way that mother is a god because she is a destroyer and she's a giver of life we only saw um the trust destroy but is also rebuilding civilization right follow these blueprints that i provide for you and we will be whole again marcus himself right now feels as if he is somehow a god he says soul is guiding me but he also probably thinks soul is going through him but he's not using science at all or rationale to (laughs) explain that and i still once again don't know if that is something he's perpetrating a fraud on or if he genuinely (laughs) didn't put two and two together and that feels a little and if he hasn't that to me is uh denial like some people just ignore the facts because it fits their own narrative that would be what he's doing right now back at the cave the kids are playing i like seeing campy and happy just swinging about paul is happy to watch them but he's kind of jealous at this friendship that's evolving between the two he, he sees his friend catching hard eyes paul recognizes the knife that marcus used to remove mother's eyes she says it's my mother's new boyfriend surprise motherfucker and the time span it's been like two days so maybe they had a lot of time to talk get to know each other but it seems and then the way he even reached in for that kiss i know i would be like oof you had a toothbrush and my teeth i know i got this little bottle over here she takes care of all my men <laughs> oh he just looks so dirty as they're leaving paul tells her to lie about them being there and despite telling campion not to give up his name he does paul spots marcus when he and the other metheric return but isn't upset i thought he was gonna straight up attack him but it appears as if he does not have the same beef with marcus as he does with sue i'm sure because it's his, because he's religious i mean he's like hey you got found the temple you're doing everything in like i can see paul seeing him as okay you're a stepping stone for me because <laughs> paul is the real he's the real enemy here because he's a zealot and that's we'll get to that a little bit later i'm still not over the two competing messiahs like y'all came to the same fucking conclusion (laughs) right now marcus cares a lot about paul so i can see him not hurting him but i think he would definitely feel some kind of way if he was not considered i'm telling you i could be wrong not considered the the true the true one of soul cleaver is barely managing to keep up with lamia who is remembering being a necromancer she wonders why he doesn't get his eyes fixed but realizes the glasses belong to someone else he is uncomfortable with her because she was a weapon despite his love of the trust and the fact that they share creators 
he's just not with the fact that she herself was weaponized and she says i wasn't you know i had nothing to do with the body i was put in i'm a caregiver i care about protecting my children when the serpent that does indeed sound like mother roar she tells him she will kill it stay put i got this yo ass could barely even catch up her conundrum though and exactly how it unfolds is that that idea of protecting her children also means the serpent that is hers once atop the mountain she prepares to do so but then grabs an unfortunate bird just passing by and snaps its neck offering it to the creature that plot twist doesn't want to eat because it's a herbivore deciding you know what i'm gonna eat these pumpkins and nice to meet you mommy father is revived by the children after being left for dead surprised he wasn't chop shopped and i wasn't like that comment to me didn't make as much sense i guess within the context of the show because one we know lucius was there and just because the children weren't there i guess they don't they would not it's just one of those things there it's like banter (laughs) so i'm like yeah we don't know if marcus would have chopped him up or used him for some other purpose because there were other tanks coming so i don't want them like i guess it's just another indication that the kids particularly holly is giving them more the metherics more credit as being more lenient than they see the atheists being but the atheists aren't really like other than the one person people might not like you there but girl bitch get out that's the world you gonna walk around people ain't gonna like you all day long but if they're not doing anything to you and you just choosing to live in this consistent amount of fear i i i i not being in that situation and not emotionally attached am seeing it differently so father is revived holly is upset because he was going to use those people as bombs and replies that he is no better than them that wouldn't let them in and i'm like but they what because i'm pretty sure they picked your ass up in the jungle they could have left you there (laughs) she's trying to say he's unhuman i want to follow these arguments i do i really really do but i don't because you keep acting as if being disliked for your religion is something that you're not gonna have to deal with i mean you have someone within your own group who's no longer part of said religion she's not evil to you so i think that a few actions in her mind is summing up the entirety of the group and i don't know if that's true and their issues are with the necromancer 10 times more than they are with you guys who are actually children so i just once again i want to immerse myself in a 15 year old just trying to figure it out but you could figure between a rock and a hard place you're not really that pushed up against the rocks you want to go out and be with someone who can't do anything and ultimately that's going to end up being but that's why i'm like is holly more of a zealot because i think she is 
I think all of them, Holly, Paul, and Hunter, can kick rocks over to Marcus's side, and I'd be fine with it. Vader wonders if he thinks of them that way, and despite saying, of course not, she only half touched his hand, and I was hurt. Tempest points out the obvious he was trying to protect us you keep saying at the table mother can't protect them anymore and yet when they make the hard decisions to protect people you get upset by that I like I think there's a great granted yes I know they were immersed in the cult they only know the story that they were told but I would think at this point someone if you would have conversations with people that's the thing I'm not seeing you try to reach out you keep talking about how they treating you but i've not seen you try to have a conversation with someone tempest made a damn friend (laughs) uh and and you know because like i said everybody is not the same you're not going to tell me that everyone here has a right to be upset with the necromancer you yourself was upset with the necromancer you finally realized she was the person let them have time to realize that you're people it's been fucking two days sorry (laughs) just she irritates me more than marcus does at this point she also updates that mother brought the serpent back as it wasn't a threat and has it in a cage (laughs) or in a cave that's caged off father is not happy to hear that news enough is enough i have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane quick sidebar back to the metheric i don't blame any of them for not wanting to be uh slaves though like they really were between a rock and and that's where i guess i'm so disillusioned with holly and, and her shit talking because those people are like yeah i have bombs attached to me and i'm being used to slave and it's not even because i felt they had less anger about the situation even though they were used like he's like keep up they could have just stood there and said no i'm not fucking doing this but part of them knows and there's the possibility that hey i'm used as bait i might not have been eaten as bait but there has to be a part within them that knows if the shoe was on the other foot that's exactly what we would do campion and paul show up with paul cool with marcus as he is keeping the religion alive and harmless and that is one small point right He hasn't done anything to attack the cap except, oh my God, he did. (laughs) But I guess between jumping on those rocks and feeling the sun for the first time, I don't know. (laughs) He is more of a merciful ruler. And maybe he is after he learned his lesson after his first raft. Like maybe I need to be a little bit more... Uh, I need to coax people to my side, not demand them. And I can't forget that this is this divide between these two groups of people led so far as the war that unfolded. So their tolerance level on both sides, despite the words that are coming out of their mouth, again, there could be an actual change, right? And the ideas that we want to pursue but i don't i'm not convinced of that yet and i'm wondering because it's inevitable that one side becoming more powerful than the other is going to mean that the other is going to need to be pushed out so that more of the more powerful side can dominate because that's just how men roll my point is i think it was really naive but expected for paul to say that he is harmless 
because he doesn't see him doing anything that's harmful but that's not to say if he gets enough numbers that he won't campion here and marcus attacked father wants to snitch however paul knows the atheist will destroy his new girlfriend so he keeps mom but he knows the truth of this like i if if he, paul if he's marcus is really out there and he's really just harmless and he's you know mother doesn't have beef with him that's <laughs> ain't that been like i never had beef with you i invited you into my home i fed you i told you to be on your way you decided androids you hate them too much your hatred your prejudice is going to ultimately be your downfall and if you continue to hold prejudice then you can't say that you have the moral upper hand in any of these situations father sees for himself mother did not kill number seven and walks away in disgust she sees it and assures everyone in the group outside when they're like why isn't it dead that it's not only a herbivore but she tested its scales it cannot penetrate acid water exonerating it as the culprit who killed the the colonists she thinks killing it is premature and believes the trust will agree to this to the dismay of the group who feel increasingly unsafe and i also think that this is another testament to the fact that this group of atheists don't want to really be controlled by any ai despite cleaver being happy to be its bitch mother and father get into it about the fact that she promised on their partnership that she would kill it this is my favorite interaction of the episode her motherly instincts say to protect it against anyone who is a threat subtly implying himself who feels and his program on his programming that it is and will do harm he correctly points out that she herself was manipulated into carrying a parasite she counters it's a part of her intending to control it she needs number seven in her life and asks him to basically accept that that look between them what are you saying said there's another look right in my eyes my first love broke my heart for the first time and i was like father retreats to his shed upset that he went along with her but realizes that he cares far too much about her happiness and quotes love be the death of us all he was talking to uh the the fully constructed skeleton he's got on his table and i feel that it was a omnibus omnibus statement while cleaning his wound discarded rag that contains his field blood causes an effect to the skeleton regenerating it temporarily it seems mother isn't the only one capable of creating life oh lord now the creator i only heard snippets uh, from what the creator has said for this season i have not listened to the official podcast yet but i do intend to he says that father cares more about this life that he's creating more than anything else and i'm not sure i believe that <laughs> you know a creator is telling you something you're like when did that happen 
I don't, I didn't get those messages firing. <laughs> that that is exactly, that was the emotions that were unfolding here. I'm like, you must know something I don't know. Because right now, I can't see that being the case. But it is something for him to contribute. Like, he is feeling, as he did in season one, this inferiority when it comes to not only the decision making between him and his relationship with mother but also the protection of his children okay you want to do what you do you might be right but let me counterbalance and i think that him creating this life is exactly what this might be uh don't know what it could lead to but i know that there's a character called grandmother who's played by a lovely black actress I didn't realize this was filmed in like South Africa but yeah feels like a necromancer older than a necromancer <laughs> and I cannot wait that's why I'm like uh I'm so I couldn't even wait to get to episode four next week I was like no nah, I'm watching that shit tomorrow still got a nice ass pad but we find out that she's kind of in a prison because if she doesn't do what she's being told um we we've seen the strobe lights as a, a tactic and they repeat the order and i get it like can i chill today no <laughs> you don't have uh what's the word autonomy like i was saying a father once you take away my freedom to my ability to just be a lazy ass piece of shit even if it's not productive in society yep that's part of society we you're a part of them too despite how we <laughs> are indifferent you're still you still open those hospital beds when you need it the synthetic organic hybrid hybrid has weaponizing potential that right there is why father is right mother because she too is a weapon and a caregiver is more accustomed to the mix and we have been told multiple times that this is a baby it grows into something else but i think mother's gonna try to uh as she <laughs> is want to do to want to control the situation she is being forced to work as she can't refuse and that little spyware is definitely grating she knows the worst of them have now survived and i am talking about sue and she has to deal with that on a daily basis and she's not too happy but once again here's another human character that we see that she's having some type of struggle but there's not a lot really you know in there and there's not a lot you know i want her to talk to someone else another human preferably so that we can start building some of these human connections i i, I the most sense to me is sue and tempest why the fuck she's always with hunter i don't like after realizing that it still has mother's milk in its stomach she realizes that lamia is the mother mother brings campion lunch he's in the cage with the serpent like he's friendly we're like brothers which they actually are <laughs> they came out of the same damn moon if you think about it Believing it's in touch with something unseen. Lamia's concerned that Paul is influencing him as he can't take the baton 
uh the atheist if she if he's a little bit religious and i'm like well yeah i wonder if he is going to be leading i wonder if that's a red herring we've been hearing it from the beginning we know in the first season he's an adult because he does a huge voiceover but he is someone who is more prone to religion but he also can be rational and maybe that's the best person to take it but i'm thinking maybe it could be one of the other children's maybe tempest's unborn child paul is brought in to see the trust for a q a by cleaver who tells him it's an honor when other children are brought before the trust paul gonna say because they're impure like you see when you're going around saying shit like that you can't expect people not to want to backhand you (laughs) don't go around saying stuff like that even if you feel in your heart of hearts is true that's that's yeah as i stated earlier paul is a zealot he's a fanatic i don't think that he can stomach the idea of atheists or even coexisting with them which is crazy considering a few members of his family i should say are indeed but he doesn't seem to take that into any type of consideration (laughs) and his growing hatred is what i'm concerned about he also doesn't know how to keep his fucking mouth shut to save his life really walking into a supercomputer with a dick down to your legs that you ain't grown yet someone got to teach him these hard lessons like don't lie to a supercomputer when you are 12 years old (laughs) and then when they give you something that you've been wanting for a very long time after questioning you and giving you information (laughs) that your whole entire face says i'm about to go tell marcus yeah i'm I'm guessing even in they fucking homes that supercomputer can just check in and hear y'all's conversations whenever they want to they are very very naive but they're 12 so he confirms the supercomputer that (laughs) that paul doesn't hate marcus that he doesn't want to see him dead and that as soon as i tell him i'm going to destroy and hunt him in 24 hours he's going to run and tell him then he gives a mouse and holly even warns you what exactly is probably going on and you still don't listen marcus finds lamia's child shedding atop uh the cliffs and decides he gonna use it as a coat <laughs> as the sun powers his veins and he explained later what it's for even when the sun's down i still feel the powers of the oh you're just hijacking other shit that is far more powerful than you <laughs> i can't tell i cannot deal with him i can't the next morning holly's at the table talking about mother can't protect us anymore they're thinking about purging us i'm like where, where are you getting this information because i didn't other than some side eyes which i have already made a point of you cannot be mad at someone's side eye you can't you cannot respond because they're giving you an ugly look i tell my daughter this all the time in 2022 just because someone gives you an ugly look 
doesn't mean you go hit them or you make assumptions about what they're thinking i've been known to put ugly looks on my face and be staring in people's directions and i'm thinking about something completely different if you feel that they really are being some way against you then ask the conversation is there a problem i just noticed that you had a look on your face when you were looking in my direction i just want to know if there's there's something you would like to talk about if they choose not to talk about it walk the fuck on because a dirty look is just that it's a dirty look don't assume and then it's also someone's facial expressions it's not an action so they don't like you get over it (laughs) go find some friends with them children they ain't got no prejudices the idea of chipping the creature does give mother an idea which father quickly followed Campion tells Paul he'll follow as everyone files out, wanting to have a word alone with father. I love that he said mother. Get the fuck out too. (laughs) He doesn't understand how a human could beat father. As Hunter explained to him, his model 2122 or something to that effect is practically indestructible. And here's the kicker. Can transfer his mind into another android. Oh, really? He just happened to be building himself a super fucking android. Father does say that he is stronger than other models. But I do think that he is not fully aware of exactly his capabilities were very much like mother wasn't. So I wonder if we're going to get more of that by the end of the season. I don't know why, but I feel like grandmother and mother would not get along well. (laughs) And he might need to shut that shit down. But there's also this idea that someone had written a line and I mm, I don't think so but there's the idea of father's going to turn against mother and choose that I think that if he had that chance that if he was going to do that he would have and I think that his conversation a little bit later explains it all it's like yeah no I love this person I can't see them unhappy and despite me not agreeing with I understand where she's coming from when he says that he could transfer his uh his mind he replies to campion a father should never outlive his son the emotion from the joys is far more compelling his relationship with campion I think is one of the strongest human android relationships there is a moment when she was talking when he was talking um with mother and you know she's mother hitting him let me fix your face and the way she offers food and he takes it from her it's a, an ingrained relationship but he's also like yeah i still love you but you're you're almost like the, she's almost like the father in the situation constantly you gotta stay on track you gotta do this you gotta do that and then you got father playing the the traditional female role with where you know you're not as hands-on aggressive and (laughs) trying to make all of your dreams into what they should be yeah i like the way they play with that he tells them that other people should benefit from his parental skills because he's very good at it but he is feeling that he is failing to protect them in the face of his love for mother so he replies that he isn't so sure holly paul and campion he also asked about the creature and campion's like yeah no it's friendly holly paul and campion decide to play hooky from their task all these people around you don't think anybody noticed y'all ass walking off 
especially since you're the metheric children let me put these marbles here because they're tracking us if you're smart enough to know that then you should be smart enough to know that they might have a drone <laughs> you should be i mean you pointed out hey that that mouse is probably a trap and yet you just like yeah let me throw my bag happily she really is she's like i'm not going back i'm not as for damn sure she is not going back i have a feeling by the end of the season she gonna bring her ass back <laughs> Cambion wants to tell mother because look let's stop acting as if mother is not the only one who is 100% OP on our side whatever her <laughs> beliefs however shitty she does things she ain't gonna hurt us she has no evil intent like even when they're talking she's not particularly trying to convince the metheric children in the house to be more atheist she's doubled down on that like you know these are just my children and if they're metheric fine <laughs> that's not like she would love for them to to be more atheist but it's not a make or break for her love in regards to them which is why i don't see how they can't see that and then there's the point that i think campion was trying to make if you're saying marcus isn't a threat to us then they don't have beef because she wouldn't care less about who they're worshiping she'd be concerned about paul and making sure that he's not taken advantage of but if paul says no i'm going over here i think she would honestly just be like okay well then you're going to be over here and i'm going to keep my eye on marcus because i don't trust him but she would i mean i don't know i think that it'd be curious to see what exactly because i'm just suppositioning here maybe that's what campion is thinking because you're saying that he's not a threat but maybe mother's just like no i can't have you around and i think that marcus couldn't can't stand the idea of lamia being around as well he in his mind is always a necromancer but your weird i want to sex you up is also like i didn't forget that father is continuing to feel his android but runs out before it can reanimate it also has a call that he can't remove i love when he's just talking to himself i had a son with a call as well it's much easier to remove i just love how casually he mentions his children and that that love he has that's just just always present he decides to retrieve more but is confronted by an atheist sue vouches for him but she is considered a traitor and i guess that was the end of the conversation because he just walked in who's gonna vouch for you okay uh do you want me to punch you in the face or are we just gonna do this why don't you just go ask the trust she remarks marcus always enjoyed murdering androids when she finds out that marcus attacked him and that he is commendating fruit juice because that's what they got in those barrels you're trying to hijack the field blood the good stuff is in the tarantula which he says he will request but doesn't what he's doing is essentially against the rules right i love that this whole entire household stay on secrets <laughs> they got secrets on top of secrets on top of more secrets they know mark is alive now they know where he is uh father's doing something because it's like we're supposed to turn those over paul's now gonna want to get his uh tarantula or whatever that thing is back because he thinks the tree's gonna fall out of that 
all of them just doing shit in this little hut that does also kind of throw a wrench in my whole thing of why is it and that's the thing i you never know with fucking ais you never know what they're doing until they they show you and then you're like yeah that makes total sense why wouldn't he it be everywhere why wouldn't he be powering things and listening in on conversations so if it really isn't aware i'm shocked but if it is aware or i can believe that it is more aware than it's letting everyone know about because i don't know how no one could see him bringing i guess he was hiding it and it was fragments but he reconstructed this whole damn thing she offers condolences on his loss but he says i was never corrected to connected to the creature and that if you want to know more you know about how spectacular that creature was inside of mother (laughs) you better go ask her because she would not approve me spilling her tea so you better go ask those questions on her front father takes hunter with him to bargain with others for fuel blood as he is good with people even though he says not with atheists (laughs) he does hide his metheric symbol and they didn't bring tempest because she would tell mother who isn't privy to his secret hunter is certainly his best with father teasing him about their bond like oh what we friends now and he just smiles like stop pretending and wants to hear the joke that he was going to tell him but he says he's saving it for a specific person is that going to be grandmother much more people uh are shown from this camp more than we've seen and they have kind of this illegal black market trade going on <laughs> of course this happens everywhere that's why i was like uh yeah really give everything to the fucking uh to the ai yeah we're not doing that a bald black woman i've seen a few times in the background looking sexy as fuck agrees to trade three gallons of fuel for hunter's authentic pendant metheric pendant since she doesn't want the cards that apparently everyone has found <laughs> as trashy relics and he doesn't have anything from earth to hunter's credit he immediately is ready to part with it but father declines giving up something of such import for him this is where father excels where mother fails he is about what is best for his children in spite of what he of his own personal ideas for what their potential can be what makes them happy is his only concern happy healthy safe he wants them to be successful but he doesn't want them to sacrifice any part of themselves for it i think this is important because his life has been very connected to mother and even when he's walking through town it's her reputation that taints him versus if he was to go out as the android that he is there's not as much friction it's not as much prejudice because there's not as much history i mean they're like you don't have the you don't have the the necromancer with you okay you cool what 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 can we do for you (laughs) uh and since he allows his son not to give up that that symbol and you can tell she respects that she's like okay well you still need something why don't you fight billy for us we could use the show hunter's like "Mm -mm, he's too damaged 
but he eventually agrees to do it. Tempest shows up with a friend. Hunter said, Who the fuck are you, man? Followed by, you know she's metheric. No, she's not. Bitch, stop telling people that. <laughs> you gotta respect her. I swear to God, if they put these two people together, I am going to be livid. I'm not gonna quit the show because I don't care too much about them as much to <laughs> for it to ruin everything. But man, I hope they're not trying to... Uh, foreshadow that because it's just gross he's so disrespectful it's not it's not okay it's not oh i'm gonna turn around and be on your side now nah motherfucker <laughs> you told my ass i should be grateful to be raped i'm not getting over it father if i well the dude's like is this the father <laughs> Father fights Billy, who has bullets in a chainsaw and is able to successfully take him out. He's an industrial model. He's cheered on by everyone, even when he takes out Billy, so he's not the enemy. They just wanted to see a good fight, and he gave him one to the joy of Father, because I'm, I'm sure after what Marcus did to him, his, you know, his balls is a little shriveled, and I'm sure in his android suit, so now he's got his cojones back and it's nice to not have that same rapport with people that they can cheer for him that they actually like him or could like him and he's had much uh, he's had a better time in this community than anyone else has i don't think mother has too much of a concern with it at this point i think that'll of course change and he was the first one that says, I don't know about this place, but he's starting to, to feel a little, he's starting to bask in some of the positivity here that, that has potential for the future, that these are humans and that they're not all bad or all prejudiced, or if they do have some prejudices, it isn't in his direction. I don't know what Hunter was doing with all that screaming. When he was over, he was like, money, money. I'm like, but there's no money to be had. So what are you talking about, sir? I just can't stand him either. <laughs> Out of the kids, all I really want is Campion, <laughs> Tempest, and Vita. <laughs> Everyone else, I'm like, yeah, I don't like you. We end the episode with our trio of children spying on Marcus who's feeding his family everyone is or the one blonde she's like your eminence he's like no we don't do eminences we don't do captains we don't do last names we are a family this is better than the the things we were doing before even though you totally hijacked the religion and twisted it not saying I was down with the religion at all because it was wrong as well but i don't necessarily see you as right marcus spots the boys well first Varel spots them and then he invites them over and that is how we end the episode i'm sure this is all gonna lead to an issue i just want marcus to be depowered if he's gonna fight this the way he wants to fight it then no you don't get no uh <laughs> you don't get no extra weapons <laughs> you can't be half android wanting to go after androids because you are using their powers 
there's also a lot of androids you saw on the second or you know the more what do you want to call it uh underside undercity of the of the settlement walking around in the background i saw quite a few of those so they don't have a problem with androids they just have a problem with necromancers and then on the opposing side you got marcus who hates androids so much he's unnerved by a little girl because every time i'm like yeah i understand that you are you've had problems with androids in the past but this little girl hasn't done anything to you except be an android but he he very much wants her destroyed if not repurposed to be nothing more than a tool for them and we are learning that the androids are probably more human than the humans are as far as wanting to put their well-being above their own personal um their own personal things going on like going back to lamia she was willing to kill her own child if it was a threat to her family you got paul saying i trust androids more than i trust humans because they they do they they are black and white like it is it's not (laughs) self-serving and i think that's as much as it is inhuman it is also what makes them uniquely positioned to help humans not lead because that is where the story diverges right i know that mimi was watching episode three but i don't think that they are going to be able to provide feedback so i'm going to go ahead and wrap up the pod if you want to send feedback for our next episode which is tomorrow please send that to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black girl magic <laughs>